Welcome to another episode of Culture Unfiltered, the podcast that offers an unfiltered take on corporate culture with members of the Paychex family. I'm your host, Deborah Luna. From the quest for innovation to the importance of being responsible, we've got culture covered. So sit back, stay curious, and be here now. All right, everyone, welcome into another episode of Culture Unfiltered. I am your host, Deborah Luna, and with me this month in a in a back-to-back month is Ashley Scales. Ashley, thank you for, for joining me again as my co-host this month. I'm excited to sit down with you again. Excited to be here. Yes, absolutely. And today we have a very exciting guest. I've worked with her in the past on a couple of initiatives, and, and I know we're both excited to chat with her. We have Gigi degain Roland here with us. She is an HR services area manager out of our Charlotte office uh, in North Carolina. And Gigi, welcome to Culture Unfiltered. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So this month, we're talking about the value of accountability. Uh, and the B statement that we have assigned to that here at Paychex is being responsible. Uh, and so the reason that we wanted to bring you in, and before we kind of jump into the conversation, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background prior to Paychex and also currently, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit around what accountability looks like for you in your day-to-day work. I reason I'm going to throw this out there is kind of relevant to, I feel, paychecks, but to New York area, specifically Attica. Um, when I was in high school looking at colleges, I decided to forego a basketball career that I thought I was going to have and um, was commissioned through ROTC at Canisius College into the U.S. Army as a military intelligence officer. Right away, I wanted to go where all the action was, so I volunteered to go to Korea first thing. I actually extended even in Korea because I liked the work we were doing. So I was strategic intelligence and we um, literally flew the DMZ every night. Wow. It's like a low pressure, low, low pressure, low stakes kind of situation. No. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's, there was only three, there was six aircrafts in the entire army and I was responsible for three of them as a 21, 22 year old with the, with the soldiers that went on the back collecting the intel. So Inside the inside the aircraft, it's all classified. Outside is unclassified. It looks like a commercial airliner, but um, it was fun. It was a great time. Um, you know, that's it's real, real world, real life stuff going on. Anything that moves after nine p.m. in North Korea is military because they have curfews. So that's why we flew at night. We'd come down, and then um, you know our analysts would be taking a look at everything we collected at night. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for a couple of years, came back to the States, um, worked at um, a basic training company. I was um, an executive officer there, and then I was an aide-de-camp for the commanding general of that post. And then um, after that, went to Iraq with the 4th Infantry Division in 2003, and we came back in 2004. So um, after separating from the military, I took a position with a major retailer for a few years. I needed some, wanted some experience and then um, saw paychecks as I was driving down the road in Charlotte. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that company. I'm going to go on <laughs> that their website. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to go on their website, see if they have any HR positions open. And um, it was great. I mean, the rest is history. I mean, yeah. I couldn't figure out how to use the app at the time, or it was some sort of, they were switching over to Taleo or whatever. So yeah, I called some people, everyone was so nice and here I am 13 years later. That's awesome. Well, we're glad that you're here and, and thank you for your service, certainly. And so one of the things I wanted to touch on just to kind of start our conversation around accountability is, okay, so you just talked about it, right? You're responsible for some very high stakes 
situations for people, uh, for, for the safety, um, not only of, of the folks that were in your, um, you know, under your supervision, but also for really <laughs> everyone that is impacted by that, right? For, for us here in the States and for, for everyone on your base. So accountability and being responsible sounds like it's just sort of part of your DNA. So how, how did accountability play into your role in the military? And how was that sort of a natural transferable skill to your time here at Paychex? You know, I, w- I was having this conversation with my um, husband the other day about like leaders, are they born or are they, you know, or is it a taught thing? You know, is it something you can learn? And I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, I mean, from as far back as I remember, I was always the one getting everyone together. I was always the one taking charge you know, always, if there was ever like a group project where you're accountable to turn it in, I was the one pushing that along. So um, it was just kind of a natural tendency for me. But, you know, I think for me, the accountability piece is just, you know, it's, it's kind of cliche to say it, but just do it. It's, you know, I think you just do it, you just do it and you do the best you possibly can, because that's, you know, that's the work you're always going to turn in. I remember someone asking me when I was a lieutenant in the army and um, she said, she goes, why do you, because in the military, you all get paid the same, you know, you get your ratings at the end of the year, but your raises are the same. You're on the same scale. She's like, why do you, why do you work so hard? <laughs> and, you know, and I said, well, I'm like, because that's just me. I'm whatever I'm going to do. I want to be the best at it. So I'm going to be you know, sweeping the floor, I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to leave the corners undone. I'm going to make sure I get the corners because I can't go to sleep at night knowing I did something half. Right. I think it's just something that is in you or Mm -hmm. in me. It's also, you know, I, I often use this for integrity, but, you know, doing the right thing, even when no one's looking Mm -hmm. and that always stuck with me because even if it's like a wrapper on the, on, on a floor, I'm going to pick it up because even though no one's looking, they might be, and it's just the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, and I, when you think about work, you know, it's the same thing, you know, even as, you know, I think about like some of the, you know, as an HR generalist going out on site, seeing clients face to face, you know, you're representing paychecks, mm-hmm. you're representing yourself, your family, you know, and you're, I'm a person of the community. So I want to be, you know, responsible to my clients, responsible to paychecks, responsible to my family, because I'm a representation of them all. Yeah. Yeah. So drawing parallels between the two, your mindset in the military and at paychecks and the statement of be responsible, how, what are the parallels that you would draw between the military values and paychecks values? I've always said that the, to me, the military values have always been very reflective of the paychecks values. I think we even put this on some of the veterans marketing at one point in time. Like I know it's, there's part of the cadet creed. So I was a cadet when I was in college, right? So part of the cadet creed that always stuck with me. And I think it's so applicable to business. It's people first mission always. And I don't think you can do anything in business or in life unless you work with your people around you. And, um, you know, when I, when I'm looking at, you know, what, you know, what attracted me to paychecks, you know, having the military background coming from, you know, a very, like a lot of people in my family have been in the military. It was, you know, the, the, the values that paychecks has and the culture, 
even the culture before we even started talking about culture, you know, um, I mean, it was very apparent to me, um, you know, and, you know, when I, when I was looking at companies to come to that, um, there was a reason why people worked at paychecks and stayed at paychecks. And, you know, that I think spoke volumes to me because that really is the values of the culture. Yeah. One of the things, too, I know when our paths first crossed, Gigi, it was uh, a number of years ago, and it was just around the time that the Military Veterans Resource Group um, was sort of growing and, and becoming what it is today as a, as a, a resource group for current uh, and former military members and their spouses and families here at Paychex. So can you talk to us a little bit about, and this is sort of a nice um, tie-in to the conversation that Ashley and I had last month around the Be Here Now group and how that has served to be a resource for people in the organization. Um, but can you talk a little bit about the military resource group and the veterans outreach group and what was the genesis of that group? Why did it come to be? Um, how did it come to be? And sort of what has been the growth and the trajectory of that group over the last few years as it's continued to grow? So we started the we started a veterans group back in 2014, just a few of us trying to identify who were veterans at Paychex, how to identify, how to create a group, how to create, create a sense of community. You know, we really wanted to have some sort of program for when veterans are hired at paychecks. Mm -hmm. They would um, have a mentor, they would have a welcome letter, something that, you know, gives them that esprit de corps. Um, and so we started in 2014, we had a lot of ideas, we did a lot of grassroots efforts just to identify people and um, just started kind of creating it's word traveled fast amongst mm -hmm. the community. So as you know, people would say, hey, my my one of my people in my office is a veteran. Here's their information. We'd reach out to them, and um, you know we got our group up to. There was probably about a core of about 20, 25 people just meeting once a month, talking about just you know what is it that we think we could do to um, you know create a veterans group in the at Paychecks mm -hmm. um, for support. And you know it's evolved every year. Um, this year we have a lot of. Um, we're, we're working with um, George Doolin, Tara mm -hmm. Ingersoll, myself, the rest of the team, working on so many initiatives for this Veterans Day, where we're meeting weekly just to kind of get caught up on what each of us is doing. But, you know, we're going to have a rock march and um, the Fisher House again, we're going to be, um, that's our foundation. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's really just you know, trying to provide that sense of community for veterans at paychecks and awareness for people at paychecks of, you know, who's out there um, that yeah. might need some support too. Yeah. And I think it's also served, you know, really well to be, you know, a, a catalyst for recruiting uh, new, new folks to the organization with military background and helping them identify those transferable skills. And, you know, if they were working in a, a particular uh, division in the army, how, or the military in general, how, how is what they're doing? How can it correlate to a, a role here? And, and how can we leverage those skills to, to help them grow their career? So I think that's really awesome that um, that you all did that seven years ago. So thank you for that on behalf of the organization, because I, I do think that it's created a really safe and, and welcoming space for our military veterans. So that's awesome. So sorry, go ahead, Ashley. Oh, I was just going to chime in to say, Gigi and your ERG group, um, we had we recently celebrated Labor Day. I'm just curious if there was any buzz going on in the, in the WebEx teams, any activities and engagements? For Labor Day, not not so much. Um, 
with um, Memorial Day passing, I think um, one of the things that we always have to kind of, I, as a as a veteran, you know, you know, we we wanted to make people aware that Memorial Day is not a time to thank someone for their service. So you know, we kind of we you know we sent out information about that. Just it's not something that. I don't fault anyone for it, you know, it's just some people don't really understand what Memorial Day is and how that differs so much from Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, we've been really ramping up. I mean, we started the Veterans Day planning probably about July and just, you know, it's it's all starting to come together and I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Well, Gigi, I want to thank you for sitting down with us and chatting with us today and for for showing your accountability and your responsibility for our clients, for our employees, for the veterans here at Paychex, and for your service, uh, both to our organization and to the country as well. And Ashley, thank you for joining me two months in a row. Um, You've done a wonderful job, and I appreciate you guest hosting this month uh, and being my guest uh, last month. So thank you both, and uh, we'll see you guys next month for another episode of Culture Unfiltered. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Have a good day. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.